What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm taking my freedom. Pulling it off the shelf. Putting it on my chain. Wearing it round my neck. I'm taking my freedom. Putting it in my car. Wherever I choose to go. Hello and welcome to episode number six of Mamas on the Move. I am Brandy Hunter-Lewis. And I am Keisha Johnson. And we'd like to welcome you back. And we're just going to jump right on in. Um, Miss Keisha, mm-hmm. can we start with how your week it's going no no let me let's start with how your day is going the day is rough okay the day is rough i'm a little hungover mm-hmm. i realize i'm too old for certain things mm-hmm. um i had an interesting week though that light is so bright hold on okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> so we giving you permission today to keep the I would, I, i'm going. not gonna do it the, i think the bc is gonna kick in i had taken a couple of things before i got here but hopefully that bc powder kick in because i know this looks ridiculous but right now, I'm sensitive to the light. Yeah. Anyway. That's a hangover symptom? I guess so, because, yeah. Because, see, I have a pulsating, like, right and here. And you are hungover because? I'm hungover because I went to and had, okay, I started at lunch with my friend, Mer- our friend, Meryl. Uh-huh. And before we knew it, Miko got off the plane from Jamaica, and she ended up joining us. And it was just, a, that, that's the longest lunch I've ever had. It's the longest wow. lunch in history. Then when I left them, I had a little... Me time, so to speak, because oh. you know DJ is Uncle House. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the week was amazing though, because okay. this week I dropped. Um, I celebrated 18 years in the business, and on the date of my anniversary of 18 years in real estate, I dropped my Keeping It Real Estate Academy. I love that name. <laughs> Thank I love you. That. That's so dope. So, Keeping It Real Estate, and that's Real so, Estate Academy. It so fits who you are. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, not just as it relates to real estate, but it's who you are at the core. You keep it real. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, maybe I've been your friend for so long. Is that why? 
One of the reasons. Oh, because I mean, last week you was just telling everybody on the whole wide world that I was harsh. So I didn't know if our relationship was going to be able to withstand <laughs> no, told, much more but of my you, harshness. But you know what? I also said we're works in progress. And, you know, when we identify things that we may need to tweak a little bit, that's what good friends are for. You know, to help, Agreed. help you point out things that you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody else kind of felt like I was the harsh one and you're nice and I wanted people to understand. But anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I dropped that and it was my first my first courses for new agents. It's called the New Agent Boot Camp that I'm going to be doing on November 8th and it's online. But I have had such great response and I'm just super duper excited. And it's, it's interesting how when you do something from an organic place two years ago in October, I started dropping tips for new agents on my Instagram, as mm-hmm. you know. And I remember you were like, you need to figure out a way to, you know, expand. Yes. You know, da, 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 da. And I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And I created a, a really strong new agent following. And so with that, like the first day I had 70 people that mm. were like, you know, buying in or whatever. Yeah. So it's been it's been exciting. I'm looking forward to growing that. And um, it, it was a good week, though. It was a good week. And, I, and I've decided because, as you know, and nobody else knows. I, well, I did. I put a post up on Monday saying October is usually a month where I start my morning. Oh, yeah. And morning meaning you know, being sad. And it's interesting how deliberately I would just know about this time of year. I would just start getting sad and I'm like, okay, I'm dedicated. I'm invested into this morning. Yeah. And so I would be just start to shut down and basically to the new year. Didn't I mean, some years I didn't even put up a Christmas tree, which was not fair to DJ. But this year I decided to honor because and the reason October is significant for me because my husband died October 24th and my mom died November 1st. My husband October 24th, oh wait, my mom November 1st, 98. And so those times of loss are hard for me. And uh, but this year I decided to honor them by doing a lot of the things that they told me that I could do mm. in terms of basically they both told me I could do anything I want to do. And so that's how I'm honoring them this this year. Oh, that's big. Keish. So that's how my week was, girl. And DJ brought me home a real good old progress report last night. But We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I ain't seen him yet. either. He knew. This. I'm going to my uncle's house after school. Yeah, I guess I'm so. proud of him. You know, they bring home the ones that are good. The ones that aren't good. They, when I they say real good, I was being facetious. It ain't good. Oh, it's not good. Mm-mm. Oh, DJ, we're going to do better, though. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. So. How was your week, girl? Well, my week was, um, I was on the struggle bus this week because, you know, we had, were coming from uh, Colorado this mm-hmm. weekend. We spent four days there with the basketball, uh, USA basketball. And when I, when we get to the kids segment, I'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then just, just trying to recover, you know, and it was a tough. Jet lag. Yeah, jet lag. And it was a tough week um, emotionally with a few of my clients. We just had some setbacks and had to work through those. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's the thing about real estate. Like people don't understand Whew. you deal with so many different, um, you know, we manage so many different clients that, that have different, you know, struggles or challenges or, or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And that come up during a transaction. But then you're also dealing with people that may be going through a divorce. So you're managing emotions. You're yeah, managing. Absolutely. And you take th- you take that on. Right. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it'll it'll kind of suck. It can suck the life out of you. Oh, a little yeah. Bit when you're dealing with so much of it at one time. So mm-hmm. so this week was a little challenge in that regard. But um, but it ended up being good. It ended up turning out really good had some um, personal things that I was dealing with mm-hmm. and had some breakthrough in some of those areas. Awesome. So it was good. It turned, it started out a little rough, but it turned out really good. So that is so good. You that. look so pretty today. Where are you going? You going to a Christmas party? I ain't going nowhere. I told you I threw this on. Who throws this on? Because it's, it's some simple black pants, a little black top that the I've black had for like four shimmering. years. I've had like four years. Now these shoes I do love. I don't get an opportunity to wear them that often, but I was doing all black today, so I just threw them on. They cute. They cute, you, girl. But mm-hmm. I am going out tonight with my husband for the first time in like a long time. Everything we do 
is around the church. wrapped around these kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we like we just had an epiphany. Like we got to start investing in us again. Absolutely. And outside of you know all these commitments we have with our kids. Because I'm like once you, once you make everything about the kids hmm. and work and everything else, and you lose what's most important. Like. Girl, I think that's why when I graduated high school, I remember like right after we graduated, like three of my good friends, well, I ain't going to say good friends that I knew, mm-hmm. parents got divorced. And I was so shocked because I used to go to their house because I felt like, okay, they kind of like the Cosbys. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting after mm-hmm. everything that's happened Lord. with old Bill. But anyway, but they got divorced. And so one time I remember asking my girlfriend, I said, I'm just so shocked that your parents are getting divorced. They've been married for so long. This and She said, girl, my dad had been living in the basement three years. Mm-hmm. Like he was just waiting on her to graduate. And... I think that's because, especially when your kids leave, and if you haven't really taken the time to invest in each other, like what you guys have made yeah. a decision to do, you sometimes that's the only thing you had left yes. in common. It's yeah. the kids. Right. So good for you guys. Yeah. So that was good. That was good. And um, so outside of that, that was my week. You know, like we, I got through some hurdles and came out on the other side good. So mm-hmm. we're, we're good. We're okay. Good. Awesome sauce. Girl, what's next? You know, you got to take the so, lead today. So, you know, I'm going we're going to move right on in. And this topic I thought was just so appropriate um for the week I've had for the week Keisha's had, um wine and Wellbutrin. Or Wellbutrin and, and wine. I think I like it better that way. Yeah, and for, well, th- for those that don't know what Wellbutrin is because I told you Keisha has these sayings that she <laughs> will say and it, it it's it's taken me years to even come around and have the courage to ask her like what that mean? What do that even mean? <laughs> so um, she said, um, "Ain't nothing." Well, now please say the same because I don't want to screw it up. Well, because there are times you go through things in life, and I said sometimes ain't nothing better than a well butrin on your tongue and a glass of wine. Yeah, ain't nothing better than a well butrin on your tongue and a glass of wine. And for years and years and years, I never knew what a well butrin was. Right, and she was saying so fast. I'm like, well butrin. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what the heck? So I just let it ride. But I finally asked her what it was, and she she told me what it was. So for those that don't know, Wellbutrin is used to treat depression. It mm-hmm. may also be used to prevent seasonal affective disorder, a type of depression that occurs each year at the same time. This medication can improve your mood and feelings of well-being. It may work by restoring the balance of certain natural substances. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's good. We mm-hmm. all need a dag on Wellbutrin. I wish I had taken Wellbutrin yesterday instead of drank tequila, but I didn't. (laughs) I digress. I digress. (laughs) I did not. So basically what we want to talk about is, you know, we live in a society where everybody, and I'm specifically talking about women because I don't know what it's like to be a man, but I know they got their set of issues too. But they tell us we can have it all. Mm -hmm. You know, you can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan. Remember that commercial a long time ago? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think that commercial is what should be. It started this mess by making women feel like they could be everything. Now, yeah. you may be on a different side because I know you do everything. No, I do everything. But that and we'll talk. We'll talk. Right. About that too. We'll so talk about the question that. of the day is, can we as women really have it all? Yeah. Can we have it all? Can we be like, you know, happily married, raise the kids, still look amazing, you know, be su- super successful in our careers? Um, everything that they tell us, we can have it all. Do you think we can have it all, B? I think you can, but you have to recognize where balance is needed. You know, you have mm-hmm. to recognize where balance is needed. So like you just touched on, you know, that I do I try to do it all. And I have been known in the history of my life to try to do it all. Like mm-hmm. my, all my closest people, you know, my, my parents, my mother, my husband, like they, they all tell me like, Brandy, you do too much. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just do too much. Mm-hmm. But I am conditioned. I don't know. It's, I'm just conditioned to always be doing something. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, and um, as I 
um, became more aware, you know, about Mm -hmm. just in general, as you evolve and you learn things about yourself, I discovered that my doing is is a or over functioning mm-hmm. is um can also be a a, a sign of something deeper mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so um so i guess i say this i do it all because i'm i feel like i'm wired that way but i also see how if i don't slow down it's going my husband told me this this morning he said you know when we when you do and do and do when he said he compared it to my car he was like you got a, a Range Rover with a with a great engine mm-hmm. and he said if you put too many miles on I don't care how good that engine is mm-hmm. if you don't take the time to either just tune it up or even just put it away for a little bit it's going to wear down mm-hmm. it's going to wear down right so i'm i'm good at kind of keeping it all together and, and making it appear like oh i'm doing everything but i'm like at some point it's going to it's going to wear me down mm-hmm. so so, um, so yeah, so I'm starting to discover that about myself. But the answer to the question, because you went around the, uh, I did fly around the damn yeah, airport, the airport, but I needed to. So what, what was the, what was the, do you, you, so you believe that we can have it all? I do, but I mean, you can, but you got to create, you got to find a balance. You got to find a balance. You can't do it to the point where you wear yourself down, where you deprive others of what they need because you're doing so much. Mm-hmm. So, and even depriving yourself. So I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is you can, but you got to find a balance, which may mean that you can't do it all. What the hell I just said? Because <laughs> I'm like, you just said, okay. I'm like, I personally don't think you can have it all. Okay. I think that you can have a little bit of a lot, but not a lot of a lot. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. See, I talk more where people can just get it. You know what I mean? I think you can have a little bit of a whole lot, but not everything of a lot, if that makes sense. So I feel like something is going to suffer. So if you're the woman in corporate America, which haven't been for me in a long time, but if you're in corporate America and you're at the top of your game, I feel like somewhere, somehow, there is going to be something lacking if everything at work is going well. It may be that your spouse, your partner is not getting everything. Your kids may not be fully engaged. That's why I'm all about help. Mm-hmm. I believe in nannies. I remember when Heather, my girlfriend, you know Heather, yeah. used to say, mm, you got a nanny for that one baby. But you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, especially then because it was just me, I needed the help. You know what I mean? It took me a long time to understand that concept. I promise you. It took one of my girlfriends pointing that out to me because I just felt like I could do it all and mm-hmm. I should do it all. Like after... Bryce passed like when I was caring for my sons and I would, you know, I would run their bath water, go cook dinner, come back, bathe them all. And then, um, you know, because they were little, little, little at the time. And I remember my girlfriend, she came and stayed with me for a weekend, Michelle. She said, mm-hmm. Brandy, she said, you know, you can get you can let the boys <laughs> run, run their, their own bath, bath water. <laughs> and she and it was such like a wake up like a really like, like I, I, I guess I could have let them do that, but uh-huh. I, I wanted to do it. You know, I wanted to do it. And so it is that is I'm telling you, like when I say we works in progress, Lord knows there are certain areas I, I struggle in. And, and that's one of them because I'm a, I'm an over functioner. And but so so you have you realized that being over functioning is also a sign. Like you said, it's a sign of something. What do you think it's a sign of? Because I know Child, no, I'm still going to therapy for that. I'm oh, trying, they haven't to give you the answers. They be trying yeah. to sometimes they be trying to make you stay in therapy too long. <laughs> Because I remember when I was going, and um, I'm going back too, by the way. But anyway, she kept trying to control the conversations. I guess that's her job. I guess what I was paying for. But she wanted to talk about stuff I didn't want to talk about. Uh-huh. I just wanted her to help me get through that grieving process of missing Daryl. Uh-huh. She kept wanting to go to childhood issues. And I told her, that's not what I'm here for. So every <laughs> Friday, I would end up leaving early because she would say, well, Keisha, this is where we need to be right now. And if, you know, I, you have to respect, you know, 
basically respect I think she was trying to say respect the fact that I went to school for this she's a professional she's a professional yes. so I would leave like 20 minutes early every Friday because oh she would be like we need to talk about some things in your childhood and I was like I see you next week so every <laughs> week I would just leave and finally I said this half of the one getting over because she getting the full exactly. whatever Blue Cross she Blue Shield in Georgia plan yes. plus this copay I'm paying and so when we when I did actually take, let her take the lead and start going where she needed me to go, it actually ended up being a breakthrough for me. Mm. But because a lot of stuff from my childhood does tie into how we handle things as an adult. Yeah, you know, Ooh, Lord have mercy, my head is. Thriving. I know, right? I know. We so we I, what we trying to get to is the whole you know the whole balance thing because it's perceived that you can have it all. The perception that that society wants to put out there that. That social media, like, is especially that, in the world of living in Insta life. Oh man, or Instagram. What Instagram people call will Instagram. definitely Insta make you feel like Instagram will have you feeling like you ain't doing enough. Period. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's why some days, sometimes I had to just take a break. But then I know be Insta lies too. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people, especially children, they don't understand that. Don't, That's what yeah. I was going to say. They uh, think they believe this stuff. They think this stuff is real. Yeah. Like this is how people really live. Nobody really post their low moments yeah but the reason we call it web butrin and wine is because i think especially in the african-american community is that we tend to frown on therapy um we tend to frown on needing a web butrin personally as way the way my head is pounding today i wish i had taken a web butrin yesterday to deal with the sadness that i was going through mm. but i chose to keep you covered it with and it, so yeah. then here we go mm -hmm. but I just think that we have to be more open about it because we have people that we look up to in our community that are saying, I can't take it no more. Yeah. And, and, and are making some decisions that, you know, I mean, people who you think have it all, Kate Spade and the guy, Anthony Bourdain, not even, this is not, it's not a black thing. It's a, it's a thing. It's yeah. a world problem that we deal with, with mental health. And I'm so glad one of my girlfriends, Shanti Das is, um, Silence to Shame is 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 out on the road and flying everywhere talking about it. Um, her best friend and her father both mm. took their lives. Yeah. And so I just think that we just have to. And, and, and that's why we I, I told B, I said, we should just call it Webbutrin and Wine because I've done both. I'm not saying I ain't no doctor. So don't be out here taking Webbutrin and popping it with wine. That's my life. OK, <laughs> but I'm just saying, don't be trying to disclaimer. Don't be trying to try to sue mamas on the move, honey, because it's a labor of love. We ain't got nobody like that for this. So anyway, but I just that's why we called it that because it was really to to uh, a play on the fact that I think sometimes you need help beyond yeah you know and that it's okay yeah th therapy is okay um I find myself you know th the wine is important <laughs> <laughs> I have never had a well future before because I really didn't even know what it was but I'm gonna tell you this now I'm gonna have my occasional wine because it's, it's 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 like it's needed. You know, it's really needed. Now, over the years, I used to one <laughs> bottle of wine. About this. One, really one bottle of wine would last me. Oh my god, like oh a yeah. Month. I remember when I met you. you it was, yes, mm -hmm. like I just had a, such a low tolerance. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, my one little bottle of wine, I drink on occasion, would just get me, take me there, take me exactly where I need to go, mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. get me through. But that has changed. Yeah, as life has you know mm -hmm. become a little more challenging, and the demands of my life are are more. You know, I drink wine a more, lot more frequently these days. <laughs> so, you know, like, and hey, who knows? I may even need a, a, a butrin. <laughs> I might need. Is that is does that have to be prescribed? Or is yes, that, it has it to be does. prescribed. Yeah, okay. It has to be prescribed. Um, but then too, I'm gonna say this. Like, I find myself like, you don't, and, and this is I don't know if this is pride or I don't know what this is. Like, you don't need a pill. You can't. You can't just just get, like you didn't need a girdle. 
I mean, here we go with this. No, I'm just saying, like, you kill me. And maybe it's a personality It's thing. like you're a freaking, like, Brandy Hunter Lewis, Florence Griffith Joyner, <laughs> um, uh, freaking Madam C.J. Walker, Harriet Tubman, all rolled into one. Why do you feel like you got to be so damn strong with everything? Take the Web Future anime. I mean, like, seriously. Because at <laughs> no. the end of the day. And where the girl. Take the Web Future. And where the girl. Why are you taking the Web Future? Here's where breakthrough. Here's where progress is being made. Because Keisha, I bought a girdle. I was so I proud of you. My baby bought her first girdle. I, 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 my I, baby I bought, bought my first, my first girdle. Yes. I bought my, well, it wasn't a girdle. You I, did I, a Spanx. Because I, I, I told you, I said you didn't need a girdle, but you, the Spanx. And I wore that for our Realtors Outlet. Mm-hmm. And it just, like you said, it just smoothed just me out. Just kind of smoothed you out. It just smoothed you out. And girl, let me tell you, so I got my hair done that morning, um, Panay, I told her, you know, she had showed her my, my um, Spanx. And she was like, yeah, she said, welcome to womanhood. Okay. Welcome to womanhood. That is Period. okay. It is okay. It's okay. Because before I had this thing, like, you know, because as I mentioned, I've always been an athlete. And well, I ain't no athlete no more. But, I mean, like, you had, like, you no, went to the Olympics. I, no, I'm saying, shut up. I'm saying that because <laughs> I've been always conditioned to work out. To work out. And if I can't achieve the look I want. Then you know, no. It just means you need to you need to get that get that back. You know what I'm saying? You need to work hard, go through the, the regimen that that you know what it takes to get to get where you want to be, where mm-hmm. you desire to be. Right. So the, in my mind, that's always where I was. I've been conditioned in a way to think like that. So which, of course, is something I'm working on. But the Wellbutrin, that's something else. That's something else where I've been like, girl. Even after Bryce passed, I felt a certain kind of way because I was. They did suggest that I take. Mm-hmm. Um, you know mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and I fought it I was like mm, I don't know about that I did take Ambien to help me sleep because yeah, I, I was, took Ambien yeah I took two. Ambien but I almost was I almost kind of refused to do anything outside oh of I that. can imagine I mean if you were like you are now I can only imagine what you were like back then I mean you yeah. really wore your cape every day yeah yeah so I just I don't know this I mean turned into a damn therapy session I did not <laughs> I did not plan on this to go like this, okay? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I think that, that, that it is so weird because it's so interesting, not weird, that we have such different personalities, but yeah. we're so close because because yeah. I'm like, peel me up, <laughs> peel me up, peel me down, all around. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no shame in my game. Give me a pill to get up, give me a pill to go to sleep. So, I mean, at that time, that's what I, I mean, because it was Leslie, my sister-in-law. Les yeah. was the one who told me, my pharmacist was still my sister. She was, uh, she's a doctor, and she was the one who kept saying, I just really think you need something that's going to help you. Mm. And I and I really, I was like, he was like, I'm not taking no pills. I said, I basically felt like it was for white people. Yeah. Because at the time, I had never known black people to take nothing. My right. mama it's that taboo. I know of never took nothing. It's really taboo for us. But Even therapy was right. Quote, unquote, but taboo. that generational way of thinking yeah. is what has us think. Because we, we don't. High, high blood pressure. Right. Diabetes. All that kind of stuff. All, yeah. Well, that, you know, yeah. That's other stuff too. But right. I'm saying that can also play into that. Absolutely. High blood pressure and diabetes. How we get on. Yeah. What, you, no, I'm saying like the the generational way of thinking. D- diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that right. comes from stress too. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Trying to manage it yeah. all. Trying to do it all. Trying to look like, you know, whatever. But it was Les who first told me that. And I, I refused for about two years. And she told me one day, she said, well, I tell you what, did And you know, Les is so sweet. But she really got on me. She's like, because I literally just sleeping the days away. Mm. And so she was like, how about I just come over there and give you an IV if you don't feel like you need to take something? You know, so I said, I'll go ahead and just give me, call me in the prescription. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, tell your doctor, this is, you know, that I, this is what I recommend. See what her thoughts are. And so my, my therapist said, this is the same thing I've been talking to you about. And um, the it took about three days. And I just felt like, wow. I felt like I came out of a cloud. I was like, I like this. Wow. Because I wanted to live. I wanted to get up. Yeah. So, I mean, 
it's a chemical imbalance that creates depression. Yeah. It doesn't just come from anywhere. Yeah. So I guess whatever's in that little pill, honey, and from time to time, even now, if I, like I said yesterday, I should have took a web butane and not drank tequila, but I believe in it. And I think that we as a people, so whether we can have it all, I don't think so. Not at a high level, everything. I feel like there is something that's going to be slipping somewhere. Oh, I agree. I, I that's agree. just me. And mm-hmm. so it's just like I see a lot of, you know, parents that we, we give our kids so much more than I, I mean, I think every generation does more for the kids because there are more opportunities. Yeah. So we find out. So I know I've done more for DJ than my mama ever was able to do for me. Yeah. Even but but we start to think that the material things that we give our kids fills them up and it doesn't. No. Because how can you explain a kid who's living in a gated six hundred thousand dollar house in Johns Creek? want to be a blood or a crip yeah because that's where he feels love yeah you get what i'm saying that's deep so even i think even as parents we have to step back and recognize like all the doing and going you know what i'm saying like because keisha we doing we we do a lot we go a lot and um we're nurturing them in areas like you know our kids are gifted athletically Mm -hmm. so we're nurturing that Mm -hmm. you know we spend a lot of time doing that Mm -hmm. but what are we doing outside of that you know what i'm saying yeah like like what what's keeping their attention outside of right they don't have a whole lot of time outside of that but but they got enough you know all it takes is this much when you're a teenager that's just you just need this so the balance needs to be on that there too excuse me you know the balance needs to be there too so Right. Like you said, if you if you but outside of our commitments with our kids, you know, we got a we got a lot of stuff going on, like even just what us taking on what you yeah. know this podcast, our, yeah. our labor of love. Absolutely. That's still something else. Right. You know what? Realtors outlet. That's something else. Yep. Now you know? I got this school. That's something else. Yeah. So, you know, in addition to our clients. And, and so, yes. And I realized that when I went into DJ's room about three weeks ago. Like every day we come home from all the stuff that we have to do. He goes to his room mm-hmm. and I go to my room mm-hmm. after we eat or whatever. And I mm-hmm. said, I feel like I'm visiting my my son because yeah. it's like you come here. We come home and we do like this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I know you're a teenager, but I need to come up here and see what's going on. We got to be engaged. We, we got to be engaged. engaged you know what I mean? To. I'm like, you just going to have to, you know, he was like, well, we talk in the car. <laughs> We, talk in, the we car, do talk they, in the car, but it's not like, first of all, I'm driving or he's driving. And then that's only, that's about, that's short lived too, because he's about to be driving. I know. Because now that Chase and, and, and Dylan are driving, I don't get to have those conversations with them in the car anymore. Right. You know, so the, even that's more limited. So you, it's almost like you got to force. Yep. We okay. Have to we got to have dinner together. We got to, fi- we got to figure out the time where we can engage more and be, so I can see where your head is at. Right. You know, like that, we, that, that got to be just as important. Too. Right. I agree. So we have to make a concerted effort to actually carve that time out but yeah so that's my answer nope you can't have it all of everything but you can have a little of a lot that's the way I look at it and my answer is I think you can but you just got to find a balance you got to find a balance and and having it all incorporates balance you know so it's like if you don't have if, if you're doing A, B, C, and D, like we're doing work and podcasts and, you know, husbands or significant others and kids, if, you do, if you're doing all that, but you're not creating or carving out time for yourself to nurture your whatever it is your, that your spirit needs that you just need personally. Like if you're not doing that, something is going to suffer. Right. And that's that. On and that's that. that on that. That's that on that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to roll right, right into um, what our kids, ish our kids did this week. And see, DJ, you know what, DJ, how you going? Your mama, your mama just sent me off saying that you had a good um, uh, progress report, but, but but you didn't. So what had happened? 
Girl, so, you know, I thank God this school emails and lets us know. So I told him on Friday when I dropped him off, I said, I want you to send me a screenshot of that progress report. Mm-hmm. So when he got out of school, I said, like, what you doing? Oh, I'm Uncle George. I said, well, send me a screenshot of the progress report. Before he sent, he said, well, let me explain. <laughs> so I already knew right there. I was like, we he said, well, I already did. No, first he said, I told, I already told you what I have. He had this way that he feel like we, we homies or something. Mm-hmm. So I had to pull him up. I said, who the, do you think you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Well, I just told you yesterday. So he's failing Spanish, mm-hmm. 64, a real good old 64. Well, we, we well, yeah, he and that, prepped now you for say, that. yeah, he prepped me for that. But what he didn't prep me for was history and um, English. He's got a seventy nine and a seventy eight, so that's two C's and an F. And then he gonna talk about, but I got an A and P. So that's made me snap. I told him, don't you ever P-E tell don't me count. again don't that you got an A and P. As long as you got breath in your body, and I do too. I, that pisses me off because you try to make like that. Some he's talking about. Well, everybody don't, Mofo. You are an athlete. <laughs> I don't expect nothing that less than an A for you and P. Don't tell me that again. Is what I told and him. And tell him, don't. We can't. We we talking about core classes, right? Don't even bring up no other than core. Other that's than core classes, get you scholarship. And I told him like so. I'm like he's like I need a tutor for Spanish. I said DJ, shut up because at the end of the day, you're not doing enough. A 64 is just showing up. Yeah, that's F is for no effort. Yeah, and so I was very I was highly disappointed, and I still haven't physically seen him yet. And it probably was best for both of us. Um, I'll see him later today, but um, he <laughs> he's such a character. I feel like he doesn't really. He thinks he's going to the major league. So mm-hmm. his attitude is not always what it needs to be about his academics, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And he around that charming, you know, he's charming. Yeah. He's charming. And, Ch- and Ch- even Chase when I went through that his yeah. year too. And yeah. so he so his position so he had the audacity to tell me that I'm always on focused on the middle and he focused on the end. He got twelve weeks left in this semester. And he said, And I promise you by then. And it it I, it took all I had. He worked he worked better under pressure. Has he used that one? Because people are People have told me that too. I work, but look, you know what, DJ? I'm a ride with you. Okay, if, if that's what you, if that's what you're telling me. Is that what you? If that is what you are making a promise to me, that Mama, it may look a little rough right now, but trust me, I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna pull it out. I'm gonna end up with. What is he saying? He gonna end up with? Well, he thinks he's gonna be able to get all A's. Ooh, DJ. I know. That's why I said that money that he and I and everybody said they're going to give. I get believe all these, in it's DJ, safe. I don't know. It's Fort Knox safe. Know. I don't know. But see, that's why I had to help Chase understand because he did the exact same thing. I'm like, what is this? Like, how don't you get like when you dig yourself in a hole like that, you are just making it so extremely difficult right. to, to get what you want to achieve your desired result, which is getting good grades. Right. Like, why not just start off where you. That's what I always I say. Get it. But no, he did that his whole entire junior year and it pissed me off so bad he kind of gets it now he, yeah it's click now because he's doing he's doing really good a senior he's, he's so finishing good. strong but a girl i'm telling you no sophomore and junior year, i dealt with that i don't i don't know that, and see dj i just he's just uh, he's a scorpio which you are too so yeah. i don't know maybe a strong personality yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know he's loyal he's passionate and, and all those qualities are going to help him to be successful in life. I think he's going to be successful in life, but right now I just want him to get some, I want him to get his grades up. Like, I'm like, dude, you don't went from private to public. You're supposed to be over there killing it. Make me feel some type of way either about you or the private school I sent you to. I don't know. But the curriculum is not supposed to be as difficult. I think he's skating. Like, he's showing up making the grades he's making. He's not mm-hmm. doing anything extra. Like, if he was to really apply himself, I think he could be a straight-A student, except for the fact I haven't found a Spanish teacher to look like J-Lo. Well, maybe you should work on that. Find him a really good-looking tutor. Um... Latina who can speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you know, the boy got the boys boy is crying out. Out. He's crying out, Keisha. He crying out. Go help him out, girl. So that's what I'm dealing with with my son, honey. Ish, my kid did this week. That dog on progress report just had me so upset. But I'm just gonna. I, I, I just. Well, DJ, we are believing in you that you are gonna turn this around. Okay. So we we didn't spoke this out to the entire universe mm-hmm. that you is that if that's what you're saying that your mama, I'm I'm you know just hanging there with me. I'm struggling now, but I'm gonna turn this around. We are going to hold you to that. Right. Okay? All right. your aunties and insta mm-hmm. aunties and everybody else mm-hmm. in podcast world. That's what we hold you to. <laughs> we holding you to that. Now, what's yes. going on with your boys? Girl, they're good. They're good. They're good. We're Like I told you, coming off of a weekend where Dylan was um, invited, my youngest son was invited to the USA basketball mini camp. Amazing. And, and it was it's such a, it's one of such a great opportunity. He was one of uh, 25 people in the entire, in his class and in the entire country who was invited to this camp. That so it's amazing. So it, he Golly. has an opportunity to be selected to play on the USA basketball team for the 16 and under. They have 16 and under, 17 and under, and then I think 19 and under. Um, you mean USA, the Olympics? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so the mini camp is is like a prerequisite. You come to the camp. Mm-hmm. He performed really well. Yeah, like, I saw that on your Insta yeah, story. Yeah, girl. You said that. I'm like, I'm looking at this little boy, and I'm like, this is my baby boy. I know. You know, like he's always been the one that you know, like look up to his little brothers and just be the tag along and. You know, he never really had his own identity. He was always right. Of course, he's a baby brother. chasing Jay. I mean, brother. yeah, Jay, yeah. little brother. Yeah. And now he like he deal. He's he's done. So he's doing his own thing. I'm so, so yeah. proud of him. And I'm gonna tell you, this is a PSA. See, see what you got sitting right here. Y'all want some DNA? You want that good, strong <laughs> athlete? You can't make a stallion with a pony, okay? You got to get you a walk with some womb. You know what I mean? So just FYI, I know y'all be like them little petite girls and them little, you know what I'm saying? You need, you can't make a stallion with a pony. That's my, that's my tip for the week, okay? I'm just telling you that, okay? Oh, you're big girls. Okay, you're big girls. You got, hey, this okay. is what we do. This, this is what, is what we, how we you do. do. You got, you got to birth. That's how you birth that. Y'all want them little old, you know, looking up to you and all that kind of stuff. You might need to find your woman you look up to. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! That's hilarious. Cause you know we always have a complex as bigger women, yeah, you know, taller women. Growing yeah. up, that ain't it wasn't it wasn't no, cute to be the no. the, the standout. And we the had the same nickname. What I Big did, Bird. Big Bird was my nickname. Too. <laughs> Girl, when I tell you, Jennifer Say, I'm gonna go put her out there. That was her name, Jennifer Say. <laughs> Back in Gary, Indiana, in the seventh grade, and I'm coming down the hall, and she said, she looked up, she said, "Oh, look at Big Bird, look at Big Bird, bok bok." And do you know, do you know, I want to, I want to get a running start and drop kick her damn neck. I swear to God, it took everything in me not to want to tackle that girl because I, you know, that was years that you endured. Yeah. You, all, you don't just become the tallest person. You like always the tallest person. You always. I did it over the summer. Like I literally came back to eighth grade and was taller than everybody. And it, it, it is, and it's difficult. It's not easy growing up being bullied. Maybe that's why I get, became so quick on my feet because yeah. I had to always be. <laughs> Wait, you chose a different, you, you used different words. I thought you was about to say something. I thought you was about to say. Why well, I became my, became my bully. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait! Because I was bullied, so I became the bullier. You were real quick on your feet. Yeah, I, you I, was, that I, up. I was getting ready to say that. Maybe, but I don't really feel like I'm a bully. I know there are those who have disagreed with me, um, and I don't give a damn. But you know what? I'm not a bully. Well, but you know, here's what my mama said. Because you know, when we put that podcast out there last week, there oh, were a lot God. of opinions on that. A you lot know, of people them. came out and said, you know, like I'm that har- I'm the harsh friend. Yeah, because I said tag your harsh yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people were saying that we're the harsh friend, and yeah. then I, I had somebody else who made a comment like, you know, uh, 
um, blunt, blunt, yeah, blunt equals blunt plus single. harsh equals single. Yeah, blunt plus yeah. plus harsh equals single. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. So I had him expound on that, and he said, well, you know, some women think that they can say anything, you yeah, know, he, and, and he it's said rude. black women, yeah, black women, and he said it could come across as as being rude. And mm-hmm. he said that's how you know that's how you stay single. Mm-hmm. Child, I ain't had time to respond to him, but I had a lot going on, but um. I don't know that that's always the case. Like, how I think there's this stigma with black women. Yeah. You know, if we speak our mind, if we say, you know, how we feel, mm-hmm. then that's that's rude. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be rude. I feel like um, and I saw his comment on your page and I I said that they wouldn't. I, I did have time that day, but yeah. I, we might it might have went to far left. Yeah. But um, I just feel like and maybe that is the way it's perceived, but. I ain't never. I haven't had no problem. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I mean, you know, in terms and you, of you had a husband, and exactly, you, you and had I, a, another husband by 2020. Oh, 2020, summer mm-hmm. 2020. But I just like I have no problem submitting trust and believe when people say I don't. That's why I hate that commercial. I can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan. I don't want to. Wait, time out. You said that too fast. Say that again. I said that's why I hate that commercial that came out to say I can bring home the bacon and fry oh, up in a gotcha. pan. Okay. I mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah. I I want someone to share my life with, and I have no problem submitting to a man who is a real man. Yeah. None yeah. whatsoever, because really that's the only kind of man I would be attracted to yeah if a man gonna let me run amok I don't want him yeah that's so tough. now that's that on that that's that on that mm-hmm. but um but yeah so okay well that's good our kids are are, are well our kids are well mm-hmm. we um we gonna keep it moving in we gonna move right into um do we need to talk about DMs this week did you have anything interesting you know what I found interesting this week in my DMs folks telling me how much I inspire them that make does it make you uncomfortable I don't know that it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, because I get that a lot, too. Um, hmm. You know, why does it make you uncomfortable? Because um, I'm basically hanging on by the, you know, chin of my chin, on you know my what? chin, chin, chin. But, but like... you created a platform to, that's the whole part of the keeping a real thing that I think people gravitate to because you don't, you ain't saying that I, I got it all together. You know, and I'm like, Mm -mm. okay, and people can resonate with that. People connect with that because we don't none of us have it all together. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, the fact that we have put our exposed ourselves in a way where we share the side of us that, you know, we don't necessarily get to. Right. I think it just it's a realness and an authentic authenticness that people can identify with. You know, authenticness is not a word, right? Let me Google it. (laughs) Authenticness. It's not. Authenticity. You got about 17 degrees between them four out there. And you. Well, it sounded good. Authenticness? Yeah. Didn't it sound good? Mm, okay. We're going to keep it moving. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, we inspired, which is great. But um, I, I do want to shout out our mom on the move this week. Let's do it. Yeah, which is incredible because we love um, acknowledging women for for being Bad. I don't want to use the curse word. We said we weren't going to do that. But for yeah, being badasses. I'm sorry because mm-hmm. we do. We all out here just struggling, trying to make it. Trying to you make know, it. just trying to keep it all together. Mm-hmm. And and it's good to recognize other women who um, who are doing it. So our mom on the move this week was nominated by our dear friend Meryl Johnson, and her name is Tammy. And I'm just going to read her bio. Tammy Kincaid is a two-time cancer survivor, widow mother of two boys, co-author and speaker. From a young age, Tammy has always had the gift of talking and motivating others. Through her experience as a lymphoma 2004 and breast cancer 2006 survivor. Mm. Wow, she had, wow. Mm. She is even more of a passion when she unfortunately became a widow 
In December 2016, at the age of 38, after her husband passed Mm -hmm. away from his second battle with colon cancer, increasing awareness and early detection about cancer as a whole has motivated her to speak at several cancer, including breast cancer awareness events for her sororities, undergraduate and graduate chapters, the City of Atlanta's Breast Cancer Awareness Luncheon, Sisters by Choice kickoff for their annual pink Pink Ribbon Breast Cancer Walk, and Life in Pink Stilettos Breast Cancer Luncheon. Mm -hmm. She has also been featured in the Marietta Daily Journal and has participated in several cancer and breast cancer walks and races in the Atlanta area. She had her first speaking engagement as a widow in December 2017. From these life experiences, she has been able to help others cope with going through cancer and the loss of a loved one. She has started to share some of these experiences on a broader platform as one of the many co-authors in Open Your Gifts Volume 2. Tammy's passion is to help others who are facing cancer or have loved ones who are also going through a life-changing illness. Her mission is to help others see that they too can survive life's challenges, including cancer and the death of a spouse or loved one. Mm. Wow, Tammy. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I tell you, like, I I don't know anyone who hasn't endured, um, who has had, um, hasn't had to endure or been touched by someone, someone who, who passed from who, cancer. Who passed from cancer? Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah. So um, that is, 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 you know, for her to have survived it twice and then to lose your husband to cancer. At 38, I was 38 too when I became a widow. So and you have different things. I'm so glad there are so many more organizations for younger widows. Yeah. Because what you have left to deal with if you're 70 and what you have to live to deal with when you're 35 or 40 and when you're still raising kids, it's different. But yeah, Tammy, we, you are definitely our mama on the move of the week. We appreciate Meryl nominating you. And, um, I know you're out there and you will continue to inspire and motivate other women. Um, because that's what this platform is all about. That's yes. what it was born from. Yes. It was born from our struggle and our, um, journeys. And, um, that's why we want to always every week. So you guys, please continue to email us at, I don't remember. We are mamas on the move at gmail.com. Again, that's we are mamas on the move at gmail.com. And until next time, keep moving mamas. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.